Welcome to the Agency Profit Podcast, a show dedicated to going deep space on agency operations, which is just as nerdy as it sounds. I'm your host, Marcel Petipoff. I'm the CEO of Parakeeto, a firm that helps digital and creative agencies measure and improve their profitability. Join me as I interview some of the smartest thought leaders and agency owners in our space and go deep into operations and metrics and all the other things you need to get right so you can spend less time worrying about operations and more time executing on your vision. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Agency Profit Podcast. Today's episode is all about how to make big profits with small budgets. Yeah, you can't always just raise your prices. Some people have small businesses, they have limited budgets, and they still need services, they still need agencies, and today we're gonna talk about how to still deliver for them and run a profitable business for yourself. Joining us today, he is the VP of Sales and Marketing at Unstack. Previous to joining Unstack, he was with WordStream as a general manager for agency business, and he's helped thousands of agencies through WordStream improve their business and their services. And when he's not working, he's golfing or he's going to car shows, and soon he'll be hanging out with his new baby. Congratulations, and welcome to the show, Zach Rigo. How are you doing today, man? I'm good. I love the energy. No idea how I'm going to match it, but I'll do my best. <laughs> well, how can you not be pumped up about talking about agency profitability, man? Come on. I, I love it. I love it, yeah. but I'm a, I'm a low-energy guy, kind of level- level set the whole way through. Uh, not All a right, lot well, of emotion I'll, on my end, but I'll do my best. I'll pick up the slack on my end. No <laughs> problem there. So uh, I've given everyone a little context on who you are and what you do, but I'd love to give you an opportunity to just explain uh, what you're doing today at Unstack and uh, how you got there. Yeah, no, uh, Unstack's a, a really cool tool. It's a, it's a no-code CMS. Uh, our mission is to really enable founders and marketers with the tools they need to build, measure, and scale digital businesses. I think... Uh, Something we've seen often and, you know, our founders struggle with was how the hell do you get your WordPress site updated? You got to go to get a developer and you slow down a product release because of that, or you release a product and no one knows about it. And, uh, you know, SaaS businesses and startups are, are nimble. So uh, we're trying to build something that makes it really easy for, for founders, marketers, agencies to build, measure and scale digital businesses. Awesome. So more on Unstack in a little bit, um, but kind of transitioning into the core topic of the episode today. You're working with a lot of agencies and startups at Unstack. And, you know, before joining Unstack, you worked with a ton of them at WordStream. I'm pretty sure everyone listening knows about WordStream. If you're in that space, you've certainly read a blog post or seen an ad or used one of their products probably at some point in time. And one of the things that you were, spent a lot of time working with was agencies that served small businesses. And I know one of the challenges that we run into in the industry a lot is this idea of, you know, we'll just raise your prices, right? Like just raise your prices. That's the solution that's going to solve all the problems. And sure, if you have the opportunity to raise your prices, that's cool, but not everybody has the opportunity to do that. So now we have to work within the constraints that we have. You know, what are some of the big things that you've seen a lot of those agencies that you worked with struggle with over the years as it relates to, you know, working with smaller clients, smaller budgets and making that work? Yeah. Uh, you know, number one saying yes, right? Like just small business comes to you. They're, they're needy, right? They got small budgets, they got big dreams and they're going to come to you and ask you for whatever that next great shiny thing is. It could be Facebook. It could be Twitter, right? Pinterest, Google ads, whatever it may be. Uh, an agency so often want to say yes. And that's awesome. And you should, but you need the systems in place. You need to understand what are the hours it's going to take for me to do it? 
who has the skill set to do this and what resources am I going to dedicate to it? And man, so many times we would talk to agencies and it'd just be like, I took on this service. I think I'm upside down on it. If you're saying you think you are, you are. And I don't quite have the systems to execute or knowledge to execute on it. And then I think the other one we always see is like always relying on, on human and man hours to kind of muscle things through. There are only so many hours in the day and there's so many amazing SaaS products out there in, you know, a million different areas to help an agency be more efficient and effective. And those are great tools. I know there's a cost associated with them, but they're so much cheaper than hiring. And I think it's really important to be looking at that as you start to think about adding new services or, uh, you know, sending in a new offers for your client base. Now, there's a misconception, I think, in the industry, right, which is that small budgets mean small profits. And I don't think that's necessarily true. And I know you know that that's not necessarily true as well. Where do you think that belief comes from? And, uh, you know, how do we overcome that if we're in a position where a lot of our customers or a lot of people reaching out to us have those small budgets? Yeah, I mean, I mentioned like taking on service that you don't know about. I think there's the other piece, like tracking your team's efficiency and knowing where they can be super efficient allows you to offer services that are easily scalable. So uh, a really nice example that we preached a lot at WordStream was an SMB is going to come to you, they're going to ask you for Google ad services. Like a really easy add on there is Bing. Like almost no additional work. Uh, You can clone your account over. You can actually have your changes sync right up to Bing. Like, I don't know, that's an awesome place to go add a service that can add profitability to you know, PPC, which can sometimes be really, really time consuming uh, and sometimes unprofitable. I think it's important for agencies to be thinking like, where can I mirror this work and add another service that's a value add to my client, but not a huge lift on my end. And and the Google Bing examples are a really easy one. You know, I think the other things you got to think about is like acquisition costs, right? Acquiring a small business as a lead is something that just happens if you're an agency, either through a referral or, you know, through any of your other channels. You've already paid to acquire that lead. Like, find a way to maximize it. And I think the last one, like, squeaky wheel gets the grease. The squeakiest wheel is always the smallest business or the smallest client because they're the most worried about their budget. And I think that's really important to uh, finding profitability is kind of knowing what clients are going to be great for you and working with them in the areas you know you can be great for them. Mm. Yeah, I think there's a couple of things in here that I want to unpack. And, you know, the first one is around looking for those efficient opportunities to serve that small business. And I mean, the the agencies that I've seen do the best um, job around really scaling a profitable agency that's doing low budget stuff are the ones that have really kind of built their entire service offering around like highly leveraged services. So to your point, looking for opportunities to use a piece of software or to use a platform or to use, you know, templates or to use, you know, very specific scopes of work or productized services to bake the profitability into that service and allow themselves to solve big problems for their clients without actually having to do big amounts of work to get there and arbitraging that. Now, that's an area that obviously you have spent a lot of time in. You're pretty familiar with the ecosystem of tools. What are some of the keys to success as it relates to building um, a kind of down market service offering around or on top of existing software solutions and making that really scalable and really profitable? Yeah. Uh, number one, it starts at the top of your funnel, right? So acquire leads with a, with a low CAC. And that, that is either 
through a referral program, right? So a lot of partner programs, SaaS partner programs, software partner programs have uh, referral programs for the agency partners within there. Try to become a part of that. Obviously build a partner program for your clients. So getting low cost leads from them, incredibly impactful. The other thing it helps is huge, uh, huge impact on churn, right? If someone was referred to you, not only are they more likely to sign up, but they're less likely to leave you. And we always see with small businesses, like churn's just higher. Any SaaS company that is supporting small businesses has higher churn. It's expected in the industry. The same thing trickles down with services. So it's really important that you're acquiring your leads from a, a solid source uh, and not paying too much for them. Uh, I think the other one is find those services that you can offer uh, that have systems that make it efficient and profitable for you. It could be a low-cost service. Uh, but allows you to ascend into other offers. So you basically build, build your value prop on something that you might not be making a lot of money on and can be a loss leader, but allows you to go and add two, three, four services over the, over the course of four to six months. I mean, if you look at a lot of e-commerce businesses, their first transaction is typically break even or even lose a few bucks on it. But you've got this person in your mailing list. You hopefully build some brand equity and loyalty there and they come back and buy Agencies should be thinking about their services the very same way. Like, what's my entry point that I can acquire this, this SMB for to build a foundation that's sustainable that I can build other services on top of? And I think the other one is, uh, you know, really starting to think about how you go into that. So SMBs come to, you, come to agencies all the time and they're like, hey, I need PPC. Like, I need to advertise on Google. But their website's horrible. And, you know, even at WordStream, when we had advertisers come to us, you know, uh, a plumber come to us, no disrespect to plumbers, there are some amazing plumber websites out there. But like, hey, if you just don't have the site, man, like you don't want to pay $20 a click. Like, I can tell you that right now, because I'm going to charge you five grand to send traffic to this site. People aren't buying. You have no forms, your phone number is not highlighted appropriately. Like, you don't have click to call, like you're, you're losing. And we can help and we can get you some business, but you're not maximizing your budget. So like agencies got to be ready to step in and say, hey, I know you want this, but to do that, let me build you a new site for really low cost or new systems that are really low cost that are going to allow you to scale. Do you want some free resources to help you measure and improve your profitability? If you do, then I want to tell you about our agency profitability toolkit, which you can grab absolutely free in the show notes or by heading to parakeeto.com forward slash toolkit. It's packed with training videos, cheat sheets, templates, and all kinds of other great resources to help you start measuring and improving the essential metrics that are going to drive better profitability in your business. And it's helped thousands of other agencies around the world do the same. So I want to encourage you to go and grab a copy of that. And if you'd rather get in the fast lane and just have our team of experts guide you through the process of measuring and improving your profitability, then I want to encourage you to apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. And with that, I want to thank you again for tuning in. I hope you enjoy the episode and I'll let you get back to it. Mm, yeah, that, I mean, that's a really great point. And, and it's important to remember, like, uh, especially with small business, right? Uh, and I'm, I'm guilty of being this client. I think anyone that's, that's run a small business is guilty of being that client. Your life is so hectic. And you're so like, you're always just trying to like, crack that nut and find that next like silver bullet that you're liable to come to an agency and say, I need this. But it's important to remember that it, just like an objection, 
often what the client says they want or what they they say is the problem is not actually the problem and is not actually the thing that they want and so it's your job to take a step back and just ask some good questions and get to the root of like what what are you actually trying to do here what's the problem that you're trying to solve and remember that a lot of time especially in a small business that that founders primary focus is buying back their time as well as getting business results. And I think this is a place where I see a lot of folks kind of get tripped up, right? Is they build these service offerings for SMB that ask a lot from the client and place things on the client that are very important to the success of that marketing activity. Instead of just saying like, we have a solution this is how it works and designing it such that it's efficient, it's fairly standardized, it's fairly procedurized, but the business owner is able to just kind of say, yep, that sounds like it. What I, it's what I want. You already know it's going to be successful because it's you've designed it to be that way. And then it doesn't it doesn't insert that client that's liable to have way too many things on their plate as a breaking point or as a failure point in that engagement. Um, so my own thoughts on this that I want to just insert in here, I've seen this kind of stuff happen all the time and it's a great, great point to bring up, like take the time to sit down with them and actually get an understanding of what they're trying to accomplish and then be prepared to have a service offering designed to like really own that and make it successful in a way that's streamlined and optimized. Totally. And I think building off of that even is like, figure out where you start, where you grow, but then niche down. Like within SMBs, there are some things that there are businesses that we know are going to scale and they're going to scale appropriately. And you know that the cost per acquisition is going to be low enough, you know, for, for the client to be successful. And the average selling price is going to be high enough for them to feel comfortable paying for the leads. Right. So in the example of using PPC, like Hey, if you niche down into, into a SaaS company, for example, and a SaaS company comes to you and their average contract value is $10,000 a year, like, you know, their marketing CAC can be somewhere around like 450 bucks for a lead. Okay. Like maybe that's starting to make sense and now they're okay with it. Like you can, and they might only have $3,000 to spend and you might only be taking 750 of it, but get them a few sales in a few months, like they're willing to spend. So like niche down, think about where you can build those models that, that you talked about and focus on industries that are really going to work well uh, with that model. And, and, and then I think the other one is like, you know, maximizing utilization rate of employees is something that agencies, one, they're not time tracking. So it's really difficult to do this, but if you're not time tracking, you're not maximizing utilization rate. And, uh, you know, we used to ask our clients all the time in, in a way to try to get case studies, like, how much time were you spending managing PPC before WordStream? How much time are you managing, you know, spending now? And almost every time we'd get, I don't know, you know, and then we would have to go in the exercise and like work with them to track it with WordStream and without so that we could write our own customer success stories. We had a bunch that did it. Um, but man, like tracking your utilization rate is so important. I think that's something that like not enough agencies are doing, especially it's easy to do it when it's just you. But like, as you hire people, you've got to maintain that, that level of insight into what your employees are doing all day, every day. I think the utilization rate for the best agencies is like, I don't know, 85 or 90% for their employees. Like, geez, I hope that Unstack's getting that out of me, but like, you got to really be tracking the hours to get that stuff done. Right. Like that's important. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's the other thing, right. It's like your, when, when you're designing something, for a specific amount of margin like you know if you're looking for a margin on a thousand dollar product an hour or two 
relative to that scope of work is massive, right? And so if you're just kind of writing those hours off here and there, on the macro level at the end of the year, that's going to take such a significant amount of your bottom line out of the business. And I think this is just a really great point. Whenever you have larger budgets, you have the luxury of being able to be off by a few hours here and there. And it's not having a material impact on your gross margin. But when your total budget of hours for the month for this client is 10 and you spend 12, that is a material, I mean, that's 20%. That's 20% extra time. That's taking a huge chunk out of your gross margin. And that multiplied over dozens or hundreds of clients multiplied over a year is a significant amount of your profitability leaving. So you're absolutely right. I think the the takeaway here is if you're working with small clients with small budgets, you have to be very diligent about your metrics. You have to be diligent about your processes. You have to be keeping track of these things because the details matter so much more. You have less room for error around this stuff. Uh, and I think that's a really, really important thing to reiterate. Yeah. And you mentioned big budgets, right? Like you work with a client with a big budget you can build uh, services around experts on your team that are maybe experts in just one area. But with SMBs, you can't, you can have experts, but you got to be like spot on with how you're managing them. <laughs> um, or, you know, hey, like I, I talk about systems a lot, but like there are so many amazing SaaS products out there that you can train more junior level employees to service a market that you might not be tapping into today. You know, at WordStream, we used to see this often, like, we would not only be the systems, but we would be the training arm for a junior level employee or an intern that just signed on as a full-time employee. We'd coach them up on PPC. We'd coach them up on Facebook. And then we'd give them the tools to do it. And it's like, whoa, like this agency built an entire business unit around a junior level employee that can do Google, Bing, Facebook. Like, hey, that's a profitable business unit now. And, And you can really scale from there. And I think it's important to think about who you're hiring and when and like what kind of clients you're servicing. If you are servicing those bigger budget clients, you can hire experts for web design and an expert for PPC. And if they're paying you $25,000 a month, you can cover your cost on all of that. With SMBs, you've got to be a little bit more nimble and you've got to be willing to you know supplement junior level employees with tools and, and expertise elsewhere. And I think that's a really important thing to think about when you're when you're acquiring new customers and how you're going to service them. Yeah, I think that's such a great, great point, right? Thinking about compartmentalizing activity, because again, to your point, if you are going to go out and stretch yourself to bring in an expert in a certain space, you want to make sure that as much of their time as possible is allocated to doing the thing that only they can do. So it even makes sense within an engagement to start thinking about like what parts of this, like the client communication, perhaps, or the weekly reports that you send to the client or the, you know, the very mechanical setup of their account. Can we farm out to a junior resource or a freelance resource that's really inexpensive so that if we are going going to be, you know, paying a big salary to someone that's an expert, we're getting a return on that investment by making sure they're stacked with enough work that is at a high level that is only the stuff that they can do. And I think that's a really, really important point. And, and that ties into something you said earlier, which was around the small clients being the squeaky wheel. You're absolutely right about that. They're concerned about their budget. That's probably a really material amount of money to them that they're spending with you. And that's where it becomes really important to you know, get virtual assistance or some software automation to like really communicate often with your clients. And that's going to help keep a lot of the other little things that erode an hour or two a week here and there, which is the client freaking out and sending you an email or, you know, breathing
breathing over your shoulder as you're trying to run the business, that's going to create a lot of erosion in your margin as well. And you can keep a lot of that stuff at bay by just having a really tight process and leveraging automation or leveraging freelancers to keep the client informed about what's happening with their project so that they don't have to come to you or go to your team for that information when they feel like they need it. Yeah, that's a that's an awesome point. I love uh, you know some of the tools that are out there for kind of project management and collaboration between agencies and and their clients because, geez, if you can over communicate and make sure that you don't get that voicemail or that email, you're saving yourself a ton of time, right? Just let them be informed without reaching out to you is huge. I used to talk a lot about that. I think you know uh, one other thing that that's really important to be thinking about is. You know, if you can niche down into an industry, you can be you can get junior level employees to be experts in that industry, and they don't necessarily have to be experts in all of the uh, you know services they're providing because you can templatize that stuff. So you mentioned like where can you use the you know the expert on your team? You know, a great place is like let them build out the Google Ads account, right? If a Google Ads account is built out really effectively and efficiently, the ongoing maintenance of managing queries, you know, doing some tests on ads. Uh, you know, geez, Google sometimes releases some new stuff you might want to add in, some extensions or betas. But for the most part, that ongoing maintenance is stuff that anybody can do if they get a little bit of help with maybe copywriting or, or the systems. I think there's like a really nice point there of like use your experts to do things that are, you know, set up and systematized and then leverage the ongoing maintenance by, you know, junior level employees where you can maximize their output. Well, and, and, you know, it's funny because I'm in the startup uh, ecosystem. And so the thing that I've heard, you know, the, the words that are going around the industry is like, you know, Unstack is like the hub spot for small businesses. And I think that's where maybe it's interesting for some of our listeners, you know, if you're an agency that is building on top of some of these more, you know, expensive CMSs for your larger clients, and you're interested in going down market to capture a little bit more of it, Unstack might be a great platform that you can set your clients up on and, you know, be able to make it accessible for them and start to build those down market uh those down market offerings that are still going to be profitable so with that said zach if anybody wants to follow you or what you're doing at unstack where should they find you on the World Wide web yeah you can follow us on twitter please i've got a milestone i'm trying to hit and it's not big but i need to get over 400 followers by the end of this month so we're, we're close that's like 25 people just come follow us uh unstack hq on twitter uh, you can find us on LinkedIn, Unstack. And then, uh, you know, please follow me on LinkedIn and connect with me on LinkedIn. Always happy to chat. We are building a an awesome, you know, I'm trying to build a world-class uh, agency partner program that not only empowers you with the tools to expand your, your total addressable market, but showcase your work. Like we want agencies to become a part of our ecosystem. I don't want to build a big services team. We don't want to build a huge services team. We want agencies to be the services engine within uh, Unstack, and we're going to build some really cool stuff there. So if you're interested in agency partnership, just shoot me a message on LinkedIn. I'm actually going to be announcing it this week uh, and and just going to be keeping it small so I can maintain it for a little bit. But uh, I'm really excited about that. So please connect with me on LinkedIn, just Zach Rigo uh, on there. There's not many of us out there, so you should be able to find me. There you have it, folks. So scroll down to the show notes uh, for links to all the things that Zach just mentioned. And by the time this episode comes out, uh, that stuff will all be ready to rock and roll. So reach out, get on there and check out Unstack, see if it's a good fit for you. And with that, uh, Zach, thanks so much for tuning in and sharing these knowledge bombs with our listeners. Awesome. Thank you, Marcel. It's been great. 
Hey, thanks so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you've ever found yourself thinking, man, I get so much value from this podcast, I wish there was something I could do to return the favor. Well, today's your lucky day because you can leave us a review wherever you're listening to this, and it is incredibly helpful. Of course, if you haven't grabbed a free copy of the Agency Profit Toolkit, go and get that. It's got tons of free resources to help you improve your profitability. If you're looking to get in the fast lane and get help from experts to improve your profitability and measure your most important metrics, then apply for a consultation at parakeeto.com. We'd love to chat with you and figure out how we can help. With all of that, thank you so much for being a listener, and we will see you on the next episode.